Shut up and sit down. You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, a proud part of the Section 328 family. Follow us on Twitter at CheatersNVRPIN. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome back yet again to another episode of the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. Glad to have you on board. I'm JC, right here next to me at the commentary table, uh, my good buddy, Mr. Workrate, Tom. We've got bottles of water on this table, and I asked for something stronger, but it's okay. Well, yeah, you know how that is. Suddenly, I'll... (laughs) There we go. I have a short in my headset right now, apparently, because I can hear you in one ear. (laughs) Maybe I'm only talking out of one side of my mouth. Oh, that would insert JR joke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good night everybody oh boy well, welcome welcome back folks another week of wrestling in the books uh we got a little bit to talk about this week raw smackdown the may young classic but i want to start with uh what started tom and i's conversation this evening usually we chat for five seven minutes i don't know like when we call each other before we start recording uh, but i asked tom how's your evening and what was your response? A uh, little bit annoyed. We lost in softball and almost got thrown out of the game. To which I said, save that. I'm clicking record and we're starting the show. <laughs> so, Tom, please tell us, how did you almost get kicked out of a softball game? Okay. It was the tight game. We were playing from behind and we've had a good season. So we've actually, uh, we were undefeated going into the game. Uh, it was a tight game. Uh, they led the other team led for most of the game. Uh, I catch when uh, I play softball. So I, I know balls and strikes and that type of thing. And I noticed that uh, one of the things that in regards to baseball or softball, since I've been playing those sports since I was a little, little kid is I, I don't care if you're a good umpire or a bad umpire, just be a consistent umpire. If, you, if you're going to call bad balls and strikes, do it both ways. And then you can kind of figure it out and go, okay, this is how he's calling and, you know, figure it out that way. Right. Don't call it differently for two teams. And that was happening and it was getting extremely frustrating. And what ended up happening was the last out of the game, we had the bases loaded two out and got a called third strike, which is fine in baseball for the most part in beer league softball it's unthinkable right and the it was not me it was uh another uh guy on my team who's actually a little bit more serious than we normally are so he did not mince his words when he was speaking to the umpire after the game (laughs) and what normally ends up happening is Again, I'm kind of the happy-go-lucky guy. I don't have a problem. I, I have problems with people on the other team sometimes. But generally with umpires, I mean, especially when you're catching, you're constantly talking to the umpire behind you, and I can't shut up when I play softball. So <laughs> I, I have a decent working environment with these people, but um, I went out to get him to kind of pull him away, you know, like calm down. We'd don't worry about it, the, you know, it's next game, whatever. And the umpire proceeds to walk away. And as I'm kind of walking over to the line, you know, line up, high five everybody, that type of thing. Uh, the umpire is still bitching and calls our team a bunch of crybabies. That's unprofessional. And I'm like, excuse me? So I turn completely around from the line and then I go over and I basically lit into the umpire for, as you said, being unprofessional. I go, if you have a problem with one of us, that's one thing, but you're an umpire. Just wait till you get in your car or whatever, or wait till you get to the bar afterwards when you're talking to your other umpire and be like, oh, those guys are assholes. Don't say it when you're still on the field. Right. 
So I got pissed off because, and also be pissed off at the one guy who argued with me. Don't paint the entire team with your thing. So right. yeah, I just kind of lit into him and he's like, I can still for, so I almost got thrown out of a game that was over. <laughs> that's, that's even he, more impressive somehow. Because like the other umpire, I think realized that nobody's really right at this point. He's just like, you know, everybody, let's just kind of take it easy. And he, he was fine, but the guy wouldn't shut up. So I wouldn't shut up. And it just kept going. The spirit of Earl Weaver shines down upon you, Tom. And he, he kind of like was leaving and he was just like, you know, I can throw you out of the game. I can still throw you out of the game. Just like, I would have been like, what game? <laughs> I bit my lip because, yeah, I was kind of almost at that point. But I know <laughs> I know the email that my buddy, who is like the captain of the team, is probably going to get tomorrow. Right. So, and I already apologized to him for it, but he's like, don't worry, I'm already sending an email. Because, again, it was unprofessional. It's like, you're an umpire. You're supposed to be just call balls and strikes. And if somebody has a problem with it and say they cross a line, you can kick them out of the game. Mm -hmm. But you're not supposed to be going back. You're supposed to be neutral. You know, sorry, this is how I called it. I'm sorry you have a problem with it. And Walk it's, away. And it's issues like that with umpires and referees that leads to the situation we're in with Kevin Owens and the McMahon family. That is an excellent segue. I... I I'm standing it? right now. Thanks. Well, that's <laughs> that's a good story. Okay, Here. so just keep just keep going. Don't yeah. don't stop and then pat yourself on the back, Barry Horowitz. <laughs> well, Vince got bloody on Tuesday night. <laughs> Holy shit, Tom! He's gonna have to find himself. So I've been trying to determine if it was shoot or if he like gigged a little bit before. Because right when you, I, I paused it, I went back and I like Zapruder filmed this footage frame by frame. Back and, to the left. <laughs> back and to the left. There's your Botchamania ending for this week. There's also your Jim Ross impression of the week. <laughs> back um, and to the left. Are you saying it out of the <laughs> never, never mind. Thank you for stopping me. Because uh, when he gets hit, it looks like you've got the little, like, really thin lines, like razor blade lines, and then it spreads. But it hit him so hard, I thought it was shoot at first. I don't care. There was blood from Kevin Vince McMahon. What? Okay. So here's my theory. Okay. Me being the smart that I am, I read the sheets. Oh, okay. Go Sorry, on. I... I just got done listening to Tony Schiavone, who, if there was a person who hated Dave Meltzer any more than Tony Schiavone, I cannot find him. Bruce My Pritchard. God, that man is bitter. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> my belief is what happened. Uh, Vince gigged himself before the segment. Let it heal up. And either... I've heard Vaseline before, but my guess would be actually like crazy glue. Oh, so yeah. what you do is you make a little cut or you make the cut and then you kind of crazy glue it, but you know, clean it up, crazy glue it back together. So it's basically kind of like set. And my guess too is a little bit of makeup kind of covers up any potential Redness. you know mark or anything like yeah. that and then they never got that close to him or anything until after the fact but then you have owens throw a shoot headbutt and you know and other things and this is something that they used to do back when or whatever but you'd have and i think dusty Rhodes was big on it you'd have he'd gig himself and then kind of use the crazy glue or whatever and then somebody throws a stiff punch or just throws a punch, basically. Yep. And the crazy glue is not going to stay. I mean, it doesn't stay on skin that well or whatever. So right. it pops it back open and the blood starts right away. And there's no 
blade or anything like that that you have to worry about fumbling around with or roll off to the side or right. you know do whatever so it looks good shoot like that so that, that's my guess it looked Through really good. No knowledge except I know that's something that has been done in the past and You're probably right. There there was no time for him to gig himself. No, because as soon as he went down the camera was on him. Like yeah. I said, you could see the little lines, which is I was like, I think he prepped this. He saw and the see, he saw the sous chef. And see that's a thing too, where if you do it that way and no one's smarted up about it backstage except for Owens necessarily. <laughs> and Owens may not even necessarily know about it. Then you can turn around and Pop go. Yeah. You, you can just go, well, you know, it's a shoot headbutt and it happened. You know, I, I, I can't find myself. That's, that's just something that happened. <laughs> and also you can keep it PG. You know, we didn't mean to. Right. bleed that's just something that happened well and over the last what two years vince has been it's been proven like when there is a need for blood as part of a feud he's not been afraid to go it's not been the pouring buckets of eddie guerrero gigging himself too deep in a corner but it's been just enough to add to it and this is one of those instances uh yep. randy and brock yeah uh, uh, Roman, every time he gets into a match, because I guess his the inside of his mouth is made of wax paper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I will spare the three people who actually did watch 205 Live. Was it last week or this week? or I can't remember which. But uh, no, I think it was last week. Uh, Jack Gallagher. Oh, right. Yeah, he got, he got bloodied up pretty. Yeah, it was last Last week. There was two last weeks week ago. Cause, yeah, because uh, it's funny because he actually got married over that weekend. So mm -hmm. he did. Like, didn't didn't hurt him that bad, I guess. You know, such pale and little he, children in the his future. his seemed to be more like in the hairline type thing than actual forehead, which you know that's a smart thing to do, especially if you're going to have a wedding that weekend, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, that I mean. That wasn't a hard way anything. It was, oh, repeatedly rammed into the ring steps. And granted, yeah. we know the ring steps are 3,000 pounds, but they're not that pointy. Diamond plate isn't that sharp. No. Especially not when it's uh, worn down as much as that is in transport all the time. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Kevin Owens and the McMahon family. This is like primo wwe right now i think you text wwe is back baby right when it happened um that was flanagan but yeah okay. so that's i mean it's it's it gets you excited i mean and you can talk to some of the superstars and i'm i'm focusing again on the blood but i mean it's just i i think the wwe understands i think that it's not just Shane. Like, I I don't know if it was necessarily getting sold. And Kevin Owens has been for the longest time, even with his turns, just still the lovable goofball asshole. Yep. Because he's funny, and that's I mean that's part of his personality. And he and what has been the heel way for like the last couple of years is that. Um, heels become heels because they're the ones actually telling the truth <laughs> right? <laughs> and making and Kevin Owens is number one on this where he will just go straight ahead and be like here's how you're screwing me over why doesn't anyone say anything and you know the faces are just like well it's because you're a jerk cheer right. me yay <laughs> and it's okay and he just he can't believe the ways that he's been screwed over. So it's, he's got that kind of popularity, but when you bring the biggest pop that there's probably been in the last couple of months by bringing Vince out. Yep. It's, and it's funny because Vince was, you know, Vince has gotten to the point now where like, it, it's only been a few years ago where he was still the heel character. 
But now when he comes out, it's just, you know, it's now 72-year-old Vince. Like, oh, cool, it's Vince McMahon. You know, it's like, yay. And Kevin Owens busts him open. How much convincing do you think it took for them to be like, all right, Vince. So they're actually going to get mad at Kevin Kevin, as a heel. And we're going to get more heat on him because he's beating up an old guy. And it's like, I'm not fucking old. Um, Where's my stick? I, I think it took no convincing because I think Vince probably was just like, you know what we can do. <laughs> You're probably right. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'll come in and talk face to face. And you're just going to headbutt me right in the face. And there'll be blood. And it'll just be pouring from my forehead. <laughs> a crimson mask. Ugh. Of all the reality shows they could put on WWE Network, why is there not one just following Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon goes to the deli. <laughs> Vince McMahon gets shoes. I want a quarter pound of salami. And I want it now, God damn it! Cut it thick every other slice. <laughs> or you're fired. That was the best pop on Tuesday night, was him getting the you're fired in. Because <laughs> like, you're just waiting for it. It's, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was so good. Everything but, about that was wonderful. And Stephanie coming out because, and again, Stephanie is supposed to be there. People got pissed off. They're like, oh, Stephanie's there. Stephanie has to be everywhere. No, that she, works out because... She's part of the family, and she's there for May Young Classic. Exactly. Yeah. So she's in the building. It's not her trying to overstep her bounds beyond Raw and SmackDown. It's she mm-hmm. happens to be in the building, and she'd already been on one of the face like eight million Facebook lives they did. So like we'd established that she was there because yes, Facebook Live is canon. Yes. So. Yeah, that was Sorry. that was good. Uh, so. Just one more thing before okay. we let it kind of go. Yeah, yeah. And because it just came to mind right now, I'm just spitballing here. But so we're building to Shane, I right. assume, Hell in a Cell or whatever. Right. Yeah. And said so that was happening. And there's no way that Shane goes over. There's no way that Shane goes over. I don't know. I don't know, Tom. Okay, so I mean, Shane's I ass- not going to go over. No, I assume not, but <laughs> I don't know. But it doesn't take care of the situation. So if Vince, Vince isn't wrestling at 72, sorry, he's not. See, you Shane, say that. I'm just saying, Shane, Vince isn't going to wrestle. Oh, I see, what, I see what you're building to. Go on. And Shane's not going to, Shane doesn't do it, doesn't do the job. And obviously, Stephanie's not going to wrestle. Damn it. Not Owens. Who defends the McMahon name? It's time to play the game. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think about it for a second, but I knew where you were going. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Paul. Yeah, because Stephanie's supposed to fight Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Did you miss that in the sheets? Yes, I missed that. <laughs> That's no. Oh. But Stephanie's all cool with them. Why would? Well, uh... this was the same sheet that was also convinced. Oh, where they're going to shoot the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen angle at the classic? That's going to lead to a Survivor Series match, and then that leads to the Mania match. Okay, well, we already haven't started that. <laughs> so, swing and a miss, Dave. Good try. Don't call Things it news. Change. Don't, don't call it news if you're just speculating on, like, what you would like to see. Yeah, that would have been badass. Don't get me wrong. Okay, Tony Schiavone. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's talk about shitty stuff on SmackDown, since we talked about the good stuff. 
I don't think we've approached this subject yet. I don't think we did last week. But fuck Dolph Ziggler. Just fire him already. Part of me wants to see where they're going with this. Nowhere. Tom, it's WWE. They're not going anywhere with it. Uh, they actually made a point uh, just doing a little bit of research for whatever. So Ziggler did the Ultimate Warrior thing mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> While Dana was there. Dana was there. That's Vince getting one final fuck you in it, Warrior. You know that, right? I don't think so, because I think everything was purely planned that way. Because they made sure that there was a camera on her, and... Yeah, oh, we gotta get she, her, she we gotta get her fucking reaction. Not not directly, but like enough that wide shots got her, and then yeah, there was somebody planted nearby that coincidentally just happened to be recording on his phone and uploaded to YouTube. <laughs> coincidentally, and it wasn't like she. If you're pissed, you leave or. You just kind of sit in your chair with your arms crossed and you don't stand straight up and give giant thumbs down like (laughs) a 1979 plant. Like that lady. No, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was designed that way. But like, I don't get where they're going with him. And I know it's nowhere. I'm just. I was so excited at first for this whole thing where he was like, I'm going to come out and sing and glow and have face paint and blah, blah. And I was like, all right, where the fuck is this going? And now his whole gimmick is I'm going to come out every week and do three new entrances and to be like, no, you don't deserve it. And then leave. It what? almost, it it's the bastard combination of like Heath Slater's old gimmick and <laughs> oh God. Eva Marie. Oh God. Well, you just went and bad to batter. Just, just let him go. Yeah, let him go to New Japan, All Japan, wherever. He'd be good. He could have hold the U.S. title. He'd be, he'd be fine in New Japan. He I'd would do wonderfully think. there. He would be a huge hit for them. Uh, let's see. It's like Billy Gunn, but a better worker. <laughs> and they love Billy Gunn. They do. Did you see the Yoshitatsu was uh, released or asked for about... his release or left? Or... Adarn? Just gone. Yeah. This is Japan. They're just like, sorry, we're just blocking the door. Yeah. Sorry, we have too You're... much we have too much actual talent, so bye. Your key fob doesn't work anymore. <laughs> the, the new Japan, the TV Ashai offices just run on key fobs. Does that mean... <laughs> Does that... Does that mean he keeps his on Daryl? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Takahashi just, he just keeps using Daryl's paws to hit the button on the key fob, but can't hit it hard enough. Daryl has his own key fob. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure he has his own ID badge and everything like that. <laughs> There's a reality show for New Japan. <laughs> Day in the life of Daryl. And they do it too. Why That's does, the whole thing. Why does Daryl not have an anime? <laughs> Dude, DD, DDT Pro would give Daryl a title. Oh shit, he'd be the. Uh, I think would it be great if New Japan was like, all right, we're gonna let Daryl win the DDP uh, Iron Heavy Metalweight twenty four seven title, <laughs> and then he's got to give it back to Joey Ryan, but he's gonna win it. Well, Daryl's influence has obviously influenced Will Ospreay. Yeah, Will Ospreay. Now, selling a t-shirt that says, I am not a cat, and then wrestling in cat paint. Because he is a cat. (laughs) Yeah, New Japan's weird. Yeah, we we, we did all the high-profile, like, super serious G1 matches. Now we're just going to start... They're off the, they're off the rails until January. This is it's a typical cycle. Are they doing a tag league this year? Yes. Yeah, they're doing that's, tag league. That's uh November December, right? I think so. Yeah, they are doing tag league cuz somebody big was announced for it and I'm blanking on who it was. 
Well, I know, uh, I can't think of the name of the team, but uh, Davey Boy Jr. and his partner. That was a yes. big thing of him being able to get back for that. That's who it was. Uh, can't think of their name. Yes, that's who it was. That's who I'm thinking of. Anyway, Let's that's see. our New Japan talk for the week. <laughs> I just kind of slipped that in there. I did. Just, yep. You know what else slips yeah. on in there? No. Your cash money into our Patreon. That was less subtle, but let's roll with it. There you go. Yeah. If you go to cheatersneverpin.com and click the Patreon button on the front page. Uh, and if you like what we do, you can kick a buck or two or five or ten a month straight into the shared section 328 coffers, uh, which help pay for things like our hosting and Tom's Uncrustables and my destiny Two habit doesn't pay for any of those. It should though. No. Cause I haven't had an Uncrustable in like a month and a half. And Whoa. it's really starting to bother me. <laughs> do I need to, do I need to bring you a case of Uncrustables next week to the game? <laughs> we have a game next week. Holy shit. It's going to be a oh. tailgate with Uncrustables and beer and bad preseason hockey. I know. <laughs> I know. So, spoiler alert, I'm going to break the news. I know that uh, Mike and Derek have been teasing on Cheaters Never Win uh, that we have a food sponsor for the first tailgate. It's Uncrustables. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uncrustables. At the Section 328 tailgate on 10-7. 10-7? 10-14? What is it? 10-7. 10-7. I did have it right. It's soon. God damn. Got my tickets in the mail today. Yep. Oh, yeah, God. I saw them. <laughs> yep. Oh. Great job. Great job on the laser printer. <laughs> what was the big old, the Apple one, like the original laser printer everybody had? Remember those? I never had a laser printer from Apple. No, we had one when I was in elementary school. That's the only, I just assumed everybody had that. No, we had, we had Commodore machines. Nice. So we had our dot matrix z- 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 with yeah. print shop and z- 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 this. i remember this <laughs> yeah uh cheaters never print brought to you by oki data <laughs> For computers my... made noise back in the day kids yeah your modem i'm not gonna make the modem noise to but yeah. yeah just think if you could you could have downloaded this podcast and 28.8 kilobits per second back in the day. Oh my god, it would have taken hours. You would have had to do overnight. You would have kicked it off <laughs> on your file sharing program. On your nap gone to bed that night. No, that... And realized it cut off three quarters of the way through because the next morning somebody picked up the phone <laughs> and yeah, knocked from, you off from your online. F- from your FTP link you found in your news group. Oh, internet. All right. There's never dial up brought to you by prodigy <laughs> brought to you by AOL. Get 5,000 free hours. Now when you use code cheaters, keyword cheaters. <laughs> Whoa. ASL. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that took a sharp left turn into us making jokes about technology uh monday night raw is what it would be called if it was with dinosaurs but it's not it's monday night raw and what happened tom dinosaurs would be horrible wrestlers because their <laughs> arms are so short just the tyrannosaurus well, depends on the dinosaur i would assume yeah, exactly you know, like, t-rexes would be bad but yeah for the you just you just turn around going brawn oh my god now i need braun Strowman in one of those inflatable t-rex costumes <laughs> On the next season of Swerved. Brock Lesnar and uh, <laughs> T-Rex. A, that's actually what's happening at No Mercy. Brock Lesnar. Bro- okay, so it's so here's the gimmick. It's Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman in a T-Rex on a pole match. So you have to get the T-Rex costume down and put it on. And that's the only way the pinfall is valid is if you're wearing the T-Rex costume. Welcome to the Vince Russo podcast. <laughs> bro, bro, so if we put the fucking, if we put the T-Rex costume on the pole, right? But there's also a stripper up there, bro. It's crazy. 
I actually don't miss home listening to Vince Russo. Bro. He's the only New Yorker that I can listen to that doesn't make me miss home. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bro. Um, yeah, seriously, what happened on Raw? I don't remember. I think it was uh, the- Big Show died. Yeah. No, that was two weeks ago. Well, we didn't record two weeks. We did. We talked about ECW two weeks ago. So. Oh, last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big Show done did broke his hip or something, and is having surgery at the hands of one Braun Strowman, who yet again decimated the Beast Monday night. After Heyman cut one hell of a promo. Really? Fighter, are you ready? Yeah, it was a good one. The last few have been kind of meh. This one I enjoyed. I like I like when he gets into the paralleling it with the UFC. I like those promos. Yeah. Those those work really well right now. Uh let's see. What else happened? <laughs> it's a pretty it was a, I mean it was a fine good it's actually um, it may be a good thing that we can't remember anything because it means nothing tragically terrible happened. John Cena is pretty much yeah, Cena Strowman. Well, Cena in general is kind of breaking the fourth wall in his promos now. Yep. Doing his work shoots and dropping all the terminology and basically saying everything that we've been saying for years about Roman Reigns. And the only reason they're doing this which, okay, Cena and Roman is going to be a very good match, no matter what people want to admit or not. Like, it's going to be at least a four to five star match. They're both great workers. The only way to get the quote-unquote smarks invested in this is to turn it into who can who can do a better work shoot on the mic. Which is, Cena is winning that, I'm not going to lie. But uh, them shooting back and forth uh, using the real life stuff is the only way it gets those people off because they're like, oh, ho, ho, I get these jokes. I read the internet. Where's this going? Oh, here, take my 1099, Alvarez. Well, I think, I think too, what it does, it, it's, it's, re, it's reminded people of what got Cena over initially in the first place. I mean, not necessarily the shooting things, but Cena's a hell of a talker. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, he got over with the whole rap thing or whatever, and it just he can he can cut a promo on a mic, and it's been so long for like the last oh god, I don't know how many years that he's just been consistently kind of putting together the same kind of babyface promos that he's been fruity pebbles, Cena. Yeah, yeah. While at the same time, kind of smirking in the I know you, you know. Half of you hate me. I roll. Hmm. But still doing all the positive things to make the kids and, you know, grandparents and the various other people pop for him, which is fine. I mean, it's... So here's the thing. Everybody ends up popping for Cena, though. Like, on a pay-per-view match, like, okay, TV, it's LOL, Cena wins. Sorry, that's how it is. Because that draws ratings. It just does. And that would be bad business for them not to do that. He has great pay-per-view matches. I cannot think of the last time I said, wow, that was a shitty John Cena match. Maybe and the Wyatt feud three years ago? Four years ago or whatever it was at this point? And if you listen to Bruce Pritchard, um, the reason for that is John Cena goes straight to... Arn Anderson to help him as the road agent to kind of design his matches because Arn Anderson, if you've ever seen an Arn Anderson match, you know that that man knew how to work and yeah. knew how to put together a match. Yep. And it's so, day and age where the match is booked by the agent and not in the ring or the moves are booked by the agent, I should say. Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes 100%. I mean, that makes all the sense in the world. I mean, like, because generally, if, you, if you're a backstage, you know, if you'll get whoever you happen to get for 
your particular match. But if you're John Cena, you get to pick who you want to work your match with. And, I mean, that's it. Cena has a fondness for working with Arn Anderson, it seems. And, again, I can't blame him. No. But the him and, the him and Roman thing is great. I kind of hope it goes more than just to No Mercy. I, I don't think they do it one and done as long as Cena's going to be around. And so I don't. Could it be one of those things that. So they have the match at No Mercy. Um, they're going to have to team up on Team Raw for Survivor Series. They still can't get along, and it's blown off at. I guess TLC is a Raw pay per view this year. And then that sets you free of that program in time for the Rumble. Yeah, that'll work. I yeah. mean, give them the t- give them a TLC match or or a stairs match. Bring back the stairs match. Yeah, table ladders and chairs and stairs. Oh my. Uh, let's see what else is happening on Raw. Emma's eating the pinfall in the Fatal Four Way, right? That's the yeah. only reason she's there. Okay, I figured. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's about it on Raw. Uh, tag scene is still. Oh, Miz. Miz and Maurice are expecting. Congrats. Now, is that a, is that a shoot? or? I assume it's a shoot. I, or, yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, they put it on. Not that if it was a work, they would have not put it on Instagram or anything like that. But I assume it's a shoot. Oh, good for them. Yeah. They saw Bree and Daniel and got jealous. They are also jealous of um, our our new little Section 328 baby. Congrats to our very own Derek and Camden. We should have led with this. <laughs> we should have, like but softball's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have a new member of the Section 328 family, Derek and Camden. Uh, Friday night? Saturday, Saturday night? Anyway, in the last few days, I uh, gave birth to a beautiful, healthy baby girl. So congratulations to them. Uh, tiny, tiny, tiny Derek will be around at some point, I'm sure. Or, yeah, or so. if he's smart, he will keep it, keep her away. <laughs> so as, so as not to be corrupted. As we've already corrupted that other, any other small children that have. Yeah. Been in the 328 confines. Real habit for wrecking those kids. Anyway. <laughs> that always sound like monsters. <laughs> but we, we wreck them in good ways. I yeah. Mean, right? We make them like us. Yeah. So if you like us and you're listening to this podcast, then you wouldn't have a problem with this. Yeah. Then you'll love their children. All right. That was awkward. Uh, let's talk about the May Young Classic. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Kyrie Sane, the winner. Oh my gosh. Who's surprised? I wasn't going into everything. I I would have just assumed that she was going to go over. Um but they did a good job of building up um the the UFC lady. I can't remember her name. Yeah, they did good. They did a good job of building her up. Where I legitimately thought, oh well, they could do the pull the swerve at the last minute. And I mean, and they well, I was gonna say they kind of did that with the Cruiserweight Classic, but that was influenced by who was signed and who wasn't. Right now, is Baszler under contract to World Wrestling Entertainment? Uh, I don't believe don't... she is. No, let me look that up. Because I had been, when that match was happening, someone had asked me, man, I really think Shayna Baszler is going to win this. And I was like, no, one of these people's under contract. One of them's not. I hope I was right. But they did a good job of um, at least trying to hide ah. who was signed and who wasn't signed. Yeah, she I signed, think, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, I think a lot of that, it, a lot of that influenced, uh, again, with the Cruiserweight Classic, where... 
like it was kind of a surprise to people that were just kind of looking from the outside that guys like Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Kota Ibushi ended up not making the finals. But anybody who knew the contract situations were like, of course they didn't make the finals. So I think WWE tried to do a little bit better in kind of hiding who was signed, who wasn't signed, so that there was at least a little bit of intrigue going in where you didn't necessarily know who was going to advance. And, I mean, I think it was pretty much a given that uh, Carrie Sane was going to end up, if not winning, at least making it to the finals. But I thought it was interesting to see Tony Storm make it as far as she did. She's wonderful, isn't she? I love her. She's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, just some of the people that advanced uh, further. I love Tessa Blanchard. And the match that she had with Carrie Sane that in the first round was mm-hmm. just... It was heartbreaking in the sense that I wanted to see more of her, and I don't know why she isn't signed yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole reason they booked the match is because they have a, such a good prior history of working each other in Japan. Okay. They're like, yeah, okay, cool. Here's a here's a five-star fucking match we can put in the first round of the tournament. Done. And see, I would have saved that for a little bit further on down the line where... But no, like it, no, we had no, we had to put. Let me slap you with my hair, girl. Through, I'm sorry, people. I so this is. I need to vent about this. You don't have an uncrustable to snack on, and I apologize while I rant. <laughs> I'm just uh, gonna take a little nap. Don't mind me. Okay. Uh, anyone online who has been like Bianca Blair is so great. I love the she slaps her with her hair gimmick. You're stupid. It's stupid. It's a terrible gimmick. Tell like, how is that one? That's a weapon, and we keep calling it a weapon on commentary. Therefore, that's a disqualification. And two, it's not like. Tell me, like one good thing she did in a match. She was serviceable. She's a serviceable wrestler. I'll give you that. There was far better talent throughout that entire tournament than her, though. I'll keep my rant short. Carry on. Yeah, I didn't understand necessarily the the spin with her and the whole like I get the gimmick and I I like the fact that no it's you can't I, it's a weapon but it's not a weapon you can do anything with because it's, it's part of her body right and like a guy like if you had her in the ring and she was doing this like the ghost of Heenan's commentary He's not dead, but he doesn't do commentary anymore. Would come down and just say on the flip side, yes, you're calling it a weapon, but at the same time, that's something that can be used against her as well. Like to have that hair pulled or. True. But here, okay, so here's my thing. And this may be very old school of me. The only logical way any storyline with her could ever end is a hair versus hair match, correct? At a, at a yeah. major level? Yeah. Then what she got? Exactly. So this is a terrible gimmick. <laughs> it leads it's nowhere. Great, it, it leads nowhere for her long term. It is a great indie gimmick. Yep. Perfect. Be perfect as an indie gimmick. I do not ever want to see this on Monday Night Raw or, or SmackDown Live. Or I don't fucking want to see it on NXT either. Um, just kind of looking at other people that kind of got pushes and moved along in there. Uh, not a huge Lacey Evans fan. Like she's, I get, she's still learning. She's been there a long time. She should be further along than she is, in my opinion. Again, I'm not a trained professional wrestler, so I'm just spouting off comments I really have no place doing. But you know what I mean. Um. I mean, like, I get the gimmick, and the gimmick is kind of cool in that whole Agent Carter, you know, 50s pinup way. Like, I like the gimmick necessarily, but, like, she doesn't necessarily do anything for me. That's uh, that's the best part of her is the gimmick right now. Her, work's, right. her work is fine. Uh, 
Piper Niven is awesome. She's great. And I know her, they should have constructed her a costume that would have stayed in one piece. Yeah. But I mean, that like was unfortunate. Yeah. But just her work is impressive. And she's got, she's got like an aura about her in the ring too. Like, yeah. She commands attention. She's great. I love her. Just give her something better to wear. It's, it's like you watch her and then you watch Nijax and you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Also, give her something better to wear. Okay. Um, Please stop shopping for the larger women's uh, costumes in the hefty bag aisle. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe Nijax can offer her some fashionable attire at the fashion show she was in recently. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that's what she did before. It, yeah. She looked and like a totally she's... different person Monday night when they didn't have her wearing the hefty bag. Yeah, I They're don't... Not, they don't do her any... Like, she is a gorgeous girl. And they do her no favors. And it really annoys the shit out of me. Because they want her to look intimidating. I get and... that, but you can do that without making her, like, when she wears the the black plastic jumpsuit, she, she makes her look dumpy. I'm sorry. It just does. It's not a good look. But that's what they want. They want you to know that she's a big girl. And, and I that, hate that's... that so much. It shouldn't be about that. It should be about her, like, get her over on her strength and her power and not the fact that, well, she's kind of big. Oops. She's not that strong. I I realize that. But you can get her over. You can construct a move set to get like you give her the right dance partner and you give her the right move set. She can you can make that a thing. Yeah. I mean, she's not that she may not be that strong, but at the same time, like if she's throwing around a hundred and five pound Sasha Banks, then exactly. You know, it's... She looks like a, she looks like a beast. We don't have to dress her to look like one as well. Sorry, that's been grating on me for like two years now. <laughs> um, Dakota Kai didn't necessarily impress me that much. She's the, the fact fucking best, Tom. Shut your mouth. She's adorable. She's so good. She can kick she's, me anytime. Dude, she's... She's like an anime character. She's great. But, she's got a. She's got a very bright future in front of her. In WWE. Um, Are you flipping through the WWE network while you're doing this? No, I'm just looking at the bracket. Gotcha. Trying to remember names. Uh, more Candice LeRae. Sorry. Yeah, always. Just sign her. Her husband already works here. It's great. They can carpool. We've already acknowledged that we're not. They've already acknowledged that they're married. Like in like, so let's move on. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that somebody had pointed out, and I guess I don't know if it was the first round or maybe it was the second round. There's like Mercedes Martinez. She's great. Uh, wait, maybe that's not the one I was thinking of. Who's the suplex machine? Um, oh, 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 God, I can picture it as clear as day, and I blanked on her name. Ah, the German girl. Oh, God, this is, uh, hold on, I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up a browser. Son of a bitch. No, it wasn't her. Oh, let me pull up the roster, hold on. Because Mercedes Martinez is the other MMA girl. Okay, yeah, it's not. That's not who I'm thinking of. Uh, participants. Jazzy Gaber. Or Gabbert. I'm sorry. That's the German girl. We'll just stop on her for a second. She's a goddamn treat. Was she the, like, she was the, I'm going alpha to female? <laughs> the one that's going to murder everybody? She's yeah. She's very tall with the, I think it was a mohawk. I can't, that's what I'm picturing in my head anyway right now. Holy shit. She scared the shit out of me. Why her and Brock Lesnar are not a team under Paul Heyman, I don't know. 
have a Heyman guy and a Heyman girl and they're just wrecking everyone? Yes. Now. Uh. Uh, Abby Lath. Fantastic. Yeah. Which we've known for years. So good to see her coming into her own in a WWE ring. Finally, they gave her a platform for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I've pretty much got out of, uh, hold on. There was one really terrible person and I've like, I think I'm Marty bell. You're awful. (laughs) You had the worst match of the entire thing with Rachel Evers in the first round. That match was awful, Tom. Yeah, I don't think I actually ended up watching that one. Good. You're better off. Uh, I was also going to say, uh, Rhea Ripley, the Australian girl who signed. Uh, she's very good. She's very green. And it's very obvious. A lot of upside with her. She's the Australian girl that played soccer that is now signed. Okay, yeah. I'm... Blonde. I don't know. I didn't see her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll but take it... your word for it. Yeah, she's great. Trying, I'm looking, making sure no one else stood out. It was good to see Serena Deeb back. That's always cool. Yeah. That was... Yeah, that, I mean, that was a good story. Yeah. Looks like the Brian Kendrick story. Need that redemption yeah. kind of piece. Is she signed or? No, no, no. That was a one-off. Because she's uh, just because she's like a yoga teacher now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was a one-off. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. You know, like kind of like with Kendrick, where it was going to be like we've got the, the cool backstory and. Yeah. I guess oh. Kendrick had more of a story and also a cheerleader going for him. So right, and they, you know, maybe she, maybe the bug will bite her and she will come back after this. But uh, as of now, it was just a one-off. So cool, but Man Classic was great. What? Okay, so if we have to book a tournament for next year, Tom, or we have to come up with a concept for a tournament, we've done the cruiserweights, we've done yeah. the women. I mean, yeah. in, in theory, we could double back and do cruiserweights again, but I feel like these things should be on a three-year cycle. I feel like a three-year cycle is about right, because that's that's about the time that new talent starts to pop up. Yeah. Who or or what do you book as next year's tournament? Little people. <laughs> Let's get the midgets back. Vince, Vince, we can't, we don't use that word anymore. That's not appropriate. The muscular babies. I don't, I still don't think they're, they're probably not, it's probably not great for marketing, Vince. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I know more, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, um. We already have the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic. I, I was going to so. say, we're, there's already a tag tournament in Trying to think of what they what they're missing. Although I I'd love for them to go all Jim Crockett cup and get like a full blown you know, like expand the Dusty and like not just have NXT tag teams, but like. But I guess the issue there is you don't necessarily have great tag teams from all over the place because you don't have tag teams. You have a couple like here and there, but yeah. Well, if you look at what is it? It's the I can't remember the name of the tournament. It, WXW in Germany runs every year. That's kind of it's one of the preeminent tag tournaments. But like three quarters of that, I look at, I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. And these matches are, eh, they're okay. But yeah, the tag would be hard to do. Super heavyweights. You could. That's what I was. All the fatties. Um, they could do kind of like a like an age limit tournament 
like the new like uh what's the one new ring of honor does prospects tournament or whatever be like the the young lion so to speak i guess yeah and i mean you know across all you know weight classes i don't know right i mean it i don't know if you necessarily do that as its own standalone thing i would like to see nxt do that that would be cool and get some of these people that are in there or developmental because i mean as we said before nxt has stopped being developmental and is more you know the warm-up for the ring of honor people to see if <laughs> right they can go to the next level the nxt we have on tv is the third brand the nxt that constantly does the loop in florida is developmental <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> you yeah. will never see those people right they need like they need the nxt2 show tapings happen tonight yeah, I haven't looked at him yet. Uh, Leo Rush debuted very quickly. Wow. Yes. Well, I guess he wasn't. He was working PWG. He wasn't working um, Ring of Honor. So. Yeah, was he, he was. He was, uh, he was Ring of Honor. Yeah. At normally... one point in time, he won. He won top prospect last year, year before, something like that. Because normally, don't they have some kind of time frame that they usually sit he, out for a little he'd bit? He'd been out for a while. Huh. So. He'd been, he'd been strictly working independence for a while. So. Okay. I, I guess I'm just thinking of. You're correct, though. I believe Ring of Honor does put non-competes in. Yeah, I mean, just because, like, Adam Cole. And, Baby. Uh, Sorry, I Anybody have to. that's. Yeah, I understand. Anybody that's recently kind of come from there, not necessarily TNA, but I mean, it, well, I mean, because they really haven't gotten anybody from TNA recently. It's been, for the most part, almost entirely. But Mike and Maria are the last ones, right? Yeah, and to be honest, they would. That's going well. Mike Bennett. Had they signed Mike Bennett? Well, first of all, they probably wouldn't have signed Mike Bennett. Had they signed Mike Bennett on his own, he'd be in NXT right now. Yeah. And from what I understand, he's been down at the PC working anyway. Which is where he should be. He's he's still got a ways to go. So. All right, Tom, you know what time it is? Uh, Late. Yeah. No, that's not the right answer. This is the right answer. Magic So, funny story. Neither of us have watched our matches. Yeah, this is awkward. So we're gonna push this one back a week, but I still wanted to play the sound effect. Yeah, that's 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 important. That's what people that's, stick around for. Yeah, that's why you go to cheatersneverpin.com uh, and click the Amazon button every time you shop, so we can pay. Because that sound effect costs about thirty-five dollars every time I hit that button. There are literal, actual, like C three explosives that yeah, go I, off. It, pyro is expensive, and that's why WWE has cut it. And we have well, we actually have a higher pyro budget than WWE these days. Well, it's because we bought our pyro from WWE, you know, so we still get a discount on it because they're just trying to get rid of it. But right, but the only way we can afford it is if you do your Amazon shopping through clicking the Amazon button on CheatersNeverPin.com. Do your shopping like normal, uh, and then it just kicks back a few schmeckles back into the old coffers of Cheaters Never Pin, which we greatly appreciate. To pay for yeah. our C4 for our sound effects because I, yeah. I do that live every time I have to get a new apartment every week it's crazy I'm, I'm glad you got the fire extinguisher and I assume you got it from clicking on the link at cheaters never pin and going to Amazon and buying your fire extinguishers every from time there. yep the pl- that so it just kind of yeah. cycles itself right it, it pays for itself after a while it does it does all right so Tom tell the people where they can find you on the internet so we can get the hell out of here Go to the Twitter machine. Uh, look for at Mr. Workrate, at MR Workrate. Um, that's pretty much the one that you want to go to. Uh, I have Instagram. I never use it. I have Snapchat. I don't know how to use it because I'm so old. And too old for Snapchat, too young for Facebook. But Perfect for MySpace. 
You can be in my top eight. Can I add you on Friendster? Uh, yes. Sweet. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the internet uh, at JCBOBBITT on the Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever finer social media is sold. I am there. Uh, you can find the show online on Twitter at CheatersNVRPin on Facebook at Facebook.com slash CheatersNeverPin. And uh, wherever you're listening to us, uh, leave us a review, rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, of be my melts. And, you know, actually tell the truth. Don't be a lying, shitty douchebag. Calm down. <laughs> Makes <though>. up rumors. <laughs> that was a fun one, Tom. Yeah. No planning whatsoever. We just fucking hit record and did it. Uh, you neglected to mention that you can also be found uh, on the Xbox. Constantly yeah. broadcasting. Always. A lot of Destiny. And yeah. Fortnite. Start playing that today. You're always welcome to pop in. Mixer.com slash Deep2010. And watch me uh, play video games and talk wrestling while I do them. That's a thing. It's fun. You should do it. Yeah. Uh, so for all of us here at Section 328 Enterprises, myself and Tom especially, uh, we thank you for listening to this episode of Cheaters Never Pin and keeping your arms and legs inside the vehicle while it was in motion. We hope you have a fabulous day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>